Meow. It's the Arkansas Baby Doll, and you're tuned in to Kitty Pink Radio, spinning all your favorite independent music, possibly from your backyard. Don't go. Come catch a vibe or two. If I'm so boring, then what you, you know? Why you with me? First of all, I ain't impressed by that. Kalia, bro. I'm with you. It is a nice too. bitch. I got a bed <laughs> on the day. <laughs> y'all and y'all know I always rock the black. <laughs> <laughs> we was not playing, so. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Kitty Pink. I'm Go DJ Lady J-Rock. And you are here for another episode, the 13th episode of Midnight Madness. Number 13. Wow. Yes. Yes. You know, when, no, I don't know if the, like the crowd, when you guys hear and watch the the intro, I'm like, Kitty be capturing the most, (laughs) the best (laughs) moments, you know, (laughs) capturing the moments though. Oh shoot! But yeah, glad to be here. Shit, let's get it in. Yeah, we be over here sh- showing out for sure. We gonna try to not beef today, but no guarantees. No, I ain't, I ain't even got the energy to beef. <laughs> you gonna be beefing by yourself? Even her laugh was slow. <laughs> yeah, you gonna be beefing by yourself? I am tired than a motherfucker. But um, shout out to everybody that's tuning in. Um, y'all, we um, we I'm gonna tell y'all a little secret. This is pre-recorded, so do not get upset with us if we're not answering your your comments. Right? Is yeah, I got a really nasty email. Um. <laughs> We're going to have to read this letter? I mean, what? <laughs> nah. What the hell? Sometimes motherfuckers get weird. It's okay. It's midnight madness. <laughs> it's midnight madness. Let's make it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, how your week been going so far? You know. You, you ready for I, Friday? I um, had 
you know, had a little issues with my foot last week because I, I, I seen that. What the hell? I was outside working in the garden. I wasn't doing anything. I was walking, and I felt my foot pop, <laughs> and it just popped. You know what I'm saying? And, but I kept working because I was like, okay, man, you know, because I didn't twist it, I didn't, you know, I didn't roll it. It just popped. Oh my God. Next day, swole up big, fat. I said, okay, so I need to get this looked at. You know, got a, a hairline fracture, but it's, you know, it's okay. It's all right. Wow. wow. You know. Did you step on a rock or something? I just walked. And I, and I kept <laughs> on walking. You know what I'm saying? So you can't be out here in these streets just walking, friend. <laughs> not even your own backyard. So, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm in the boot. Well, not right now because I'm chilling right now, but I've been DJing in my boot, you know, going to my events in my boot, still rocking my events, wearing my boot. Probably in the boat party this weekend, I probably ain't going to wear my boot because it's upstairs, but I'm a waddle. I'm a waddle on. I'm a waddle <laughs> to the boat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit. I see John, Johnny just did um something on a boat. Shout out Johnny Judah. Johnny Judah, what's up, Bubba? We um, I don't, I'm I don't want to make this show too much about what's going on in the news, but whenever it's going on, you really can't help but notice, like the fact that they are trying to take a woman's right, rep- reproductive right, away from her. Women across the U.S. could lose their legal right to abortion, according to a leaked document from the Supreme Court. A final decision is due by the summer. Abortion has been legal right across the United States for almost 50 years. But if that ruling is overturned, individual states would be free to set their own rules, meaning abortion could become illegal in more than 20 states. President Biden says he wants to protect the law guaranteeing abortion rights. Campaigners have already begun protesting outside the court building in Washington, D.C., from where our North America editor Sarah Smith reports. Abortion is violent! Outnumbered but vocal, outside the Supreme Court, anti-abortion activists sent victory. After nearly 50 years of fighting the constitutional guarantee of abortion rights that's known as Roe versus Wade. With overturning Roe, it's going back to the states, and the states are going to come up with these great programs and network of support to give women a choice. Because right now, a lot of women feel like abortion is their only choice. We want them to have real choice. You can stay in school and have a baby. You can have a job and have a baby. Pro-choice campaigners aghast that more than half the states in America could ban or severely restrict abortion in the next few months, according to a leaked document from the Supreme Court. What did you think when you read the decision last night? I thought, this is devastating. The courts are undermining the American people, and we have a long road ahead, but we're not letting this fight just slip through our fingers. We are going to keep going. Nine justices sit on the Supreme Court. Five of them, according to the leaked report, will vote to overturn abortion rights, with Justice Samuel Alito writing that the decades-old decision to guarantee abortion was egregiously wrong. The impact will be sudden. There are 13 U.S. states with so-called trigger laws in place, which would lead to an immediate ban on abortion. Another 13 would move quickly to ban or severely limit access, says the Guttmacher Institute, a pro-choice group. It estimates 36 million women of reproductive age will live in states without abortion access. This is what the Republicans have been working toward this day for decades. They have been out there plotting, carefully cultivating, 
these Supreme Court justices so they could have a majority on the bench who would accomplish something that the majority of Americans do not want. Abortion is violent! Donald Trump deliberately appointed three of the Supreme Court justices hoping to overturn the ban on abortion, a move welcomed by Republicans around the country. I think I've been clear. I'm, I'm pro-life, uh, and I've made that very clear from the moment I announced my candidacy. Um, and I believe that what we found during the, the, ele during the campaign and, and even, even through today is that there's a lot of common ground on this topic. Um, we want fewer abortions in Virginia, not more. President Biden says he believes a woman's right to choose is fundamental. He wants to pass a law through Congress guaranteeing access to abortion. Everyone knew a ruling on abortion rights was coming from the Supreme Court, but such a dramatic change in the law has still come as a seismic shock. The passions ignited by one of the most divisive issues in America will not be silenced when the court delivers its official ruling. You want to go? You know, yeah. how... Can a man, men, males, make a decision for my body and what my needs and necessities are? For that little lady at the beginning of the video, oh, there's other things you can do. Not all the time. No, it's not. And it ain't always something you can do. Sometimes you, you what if you got raped? What you supposed to do then? Just have the rapist baby? What, what if your uncle or, your, or you know, you know, sometimes the incest and shit, you just supposed to have that baby. So, I mean, it, it's 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 hurtful. It's um, it's very divisive. You know what they trying to do. Um, you don't have any say so for what a woman can do with her own body. Yeah. It's her body. Just like these people walk around with with all these tattoos. stuff. y'all say nothing about that. You know what I'm saying? They get all the body deformities they want. They get all these uh, what about all these plastic surgeries these people getting in that's killing them? But y'all still get to do that. People walk to school with a gun. They still do that. But you want to tell women who might have some type of problem that they can't get an abortion because you signed this into law and we are pro-life. Just because we have an abortion don't mean we ain't, we ain't pro-life. I know several people that had abortion. They might have the next baby though. You know what I'm saying? Because I might want wasn't ready right then, but I, okay, I'm in a better place now. Just because the person a person had abortion don't mean they're not pro life. I me, me personally, I think sometimes in certain situations when people get abortions, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> y'all excuse me, just piling fucking me up. I feel like certain people who get abortions, they are practicing pro-life because who really wants to bring a child into this bullshit? Young Thug just said something and people laughed at him. And I mean, it was funny how he said it, but he said broke niggas shouldn't be out here having making babies. And everybody thought it was funny, but no, he was because he said, you know, yo, you you a broke nigga, you making a broke ass baby. And my thing is, is like they want so everything, everything, there always has to be some type of restriction on the woman. Like we 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 can't wear certain clothes 
or we 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 have to wear a certain amount of clothes um the way we walk the way we talk the way we act there are so many fucking restrictions and the restrictions are only because men themselves can't control themselves you know i had saw uh on twitter i think it was yesterday it was what's the lady who wrote waiting to exhale um whatever whatever the author uh tony terry whatever terry McMillan. yeah terry okay. so yeah terry said, when i was younger i you know i had a mistake i had made a mistake or it was had an accident i got pregnant i ended up having an abortion but yes she does have a kid a grown kid now and people were like well if you lay down and have sex you knew what the repercussions were you know what i'm saying but it's not your choice it ain't your choice and then the thing is is that people actually think i don't I don't know very many women, and and if there are women out there, I'm just not acquainted with them, but I don't know very many women who can allow um, something as precious as a baby to grow in their womb um, eight, nine months, have it, and then just give it away to somebody. Or I don't have nothing to provide for it. Can't can't do nothing for it. You know what I'm saying? It's... So you want more women to be on this in what they call it in the system on the system uh, in the government getting the government government, so you always y'all always complain about all these people on welfare all these you know but then you taking away something that could maybe help prevent somebody from getting on welfare because that that can take care of myself I take care of me I'm good oh me and John John ah John John you said you you were con. But the condom broke that I still was taking precautions, but sometimes the condom break, you know what I'm saying? But now I got pregnant. John John had a condom on. John John and... didn't want no baby either. John John didn't want a baby. I didn't want a baby. With all that, of, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm it's sorry. Just, it's just wet. I mean, it, I, I, I don't know how, man, it's, it's, it's abhorrent how they are trying to regulate us. And it's never the men. You can't regulate none of this real shit. These these people with these automatic weapons and shit. You can't regulate that. You want to regulate a women's reproductive rights? Um, well, I I I'm I'm thinking like Charlemagne. I agree with him when he's saying I don't agree with Charlemagne often, but I I agree with him when he says that this is a distraction from something else. And you know. I tried to talk about it yesterday. I'm going to have to come back next Tuesday with this show, hopefully. Um, I might bring a guest on with me. I was talking about the the scarcity of food and not just that. Um, a lot of our main industrial distributors and shit, their buildings have burnt down to nothing. Like General Mills is one of them. Um, one of the potato... What? Yes, uh, one of the potato chip uh, factories. I think is in Idaho. It might have. It might be in Idaho. I don't know. Um, it burnt down, and a couple of other ones have burnt down all within a six month span. So yeah, but they do want everybody to be in a soup line. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. And so now you want you want to fight these type of rights and we having issues with food supply. If y'all been to the grocery stores, you've noticed that the prices have either spiked mm. or your favorite item is no longer available. 
Yep. Every time you go to the store, it ain't there. So like, yeah, it's a distraction, but at the same time, America, we need to stand up. Y'all, you Democrat, Democratic Party, y'all need to stand up. Y'all allowing the Republicans to pump the fuck out of you. Y'all talked all that big shit about Trump and getting him the fuck up out of there and everything. And now okay. You're, now you're sitting on your hands. Now you're sitting on your hands. I ain't going to go there, though. I'm gonna I'm leave it alone. But no, shout out to Elizabeth Warren because we know that she is uh, definitely a passionate uh, person when it comes to not only women's reproductive rights but women's rights in general. So you know, shout out to her because you know she was almost in tears as she was uh, giving her spiel walking out of that um, walking out of the chambers because she was so disgusted. And I, it, it, it's, it's disgusting. You can't tell us what to do with us. You can't. You know, it's stupid. What if the baby got we, there are no you ever thought about ain't no birth control for men it's all for women there are no birth control for men 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 carry babies too y'all and so you're telling me that i can't decide what to do it after it's inside of me. like i mean i get certain scenarios i get situations i do I do, but there are some situations like right now there's an 11 year old whose uncle raped her and, and basically she's in the middle of this bullshit and they probably going to wait too late till that baby before that baby can go and get that taken yeah. care of. Mm -hmm. Hello, America. I'm flawed as fuck. So are you. Mm. sad you know what i'm saying it does make me sad it makes me sad because like and not just that who wants to bring a child into this shit and make you think is y'all trying to put us back into slavery you want us to have a whole bunch of motherfucking babies so you'll have somebody to work these farms and shit and what about when your white daughter gets pregnant by the black man you gonna want you gonna want them kids you gonna want I <laughs> I digress. It's sad. It's disgusting. And I pray and hope that that it goes the opposite of what people are pushing for it to go. And y'all motherfuckers that stand standing outside talking about this and that and little lady talking about there are so many fucking options as i was saying i don't know any women who have enough heart to go a whole nine months with a child and give it away Did especially you know how many children it, are in uh the, the foster care system and not just that those children are being raped and, and introduced to all bad types of shit in life so that means you want these kids to have a shitty life you want these kids to go into poverty and all they ever know is poverty yeah some of them kids do get to go home to a happy get adopted and shit like that but a majority do not they they, they turn they 18 place, they place out of that place they, they be 18 and then they gotta go I didn't see no black people except for motherfucking Clarence Thomas. Uncle um, Clarence. You know, I know I know some black people personally who disagree with my opinion, and they probably gonna email me and be like, oh kitty, this and that, da da da, da shut the fuck up. You should have came on the show. <laughs> Real nigga shit. Anyway, 
What you got over there, girl? Getting you got something that can change the mood. They done piss me the fuck out. <laughs> I'm sorry. We got okay. You know what? I saw this trending earlier. Dave Chappelle. Yes. Why are they trying to jump on my boy? First off, how is it Dave Chappelle got all the security, but the Academy Awards didn't have none? <laughs> But did you hear what? Wait a minute. Just let's tell the story. Okay. So Dave Chappelle was performing at the at Hollywood Bowl, uh, Los Angeles. Okay. So this crazy fan ran up on stage, and so Dave Chappelle, the you know his security team plus the I guess the comics who were there, they all, rushed the stage. No rush stage. You know, <laughs> beat down the dude, broke his arm or something shit like that, and. Uh, I mean, a lot of people saying it's stage, though. Some people are saying it's stage. Like, how how is it, co- um, you know, that Jamie Foxx just happened to be there on you know, in 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 the the relay, you know? But so, but still, you know, uh, mm, is this the new? I don't think no. new thing. Right? Is this the new thing? Is we gonna be jumping on the comedians and shit? Y'all might need to find y'all another hobby. Because <laughs> you know, Dave Chappelle, his shows. You know, if you get up on his stage. You really doing it because he's he, he he doing big stages. You know what I'm saying? You can't just run up on the stage at American Airlines Center. I'm just it ain't it. You really have to put some planning into it. How you gonna get over that barrier <laughs> on top of the stage? No, it take work. <laughs> it ain't just going. Up they there. said the dude had a knife and a gun. Yeah, I mean, how did that dude get up there though? And how you get in the show with that knife and gun? I have no idea. Through the, uh, the metal detector. So I'm just saying, it's just weird. Yeah. Mm, awkward. Fun times. <laughs> so, I mean, you guys, you know, shoot. Pay, pay your little money. Get your little ticket. Send your little seat. Stand up, applaud. Laugh. But Leave these com- comedians alone, y'all, man. Let them do their job. Let them do their job, man. Y'all, let like- them folks do their job. Like me as a DJ. Don't come up here requesting songs after song, song, song. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that to me. You know what I'm saying? Because oh after a while, especially going to say, hey, here go the tip jar. You know what I'm saying? And if you ain't putting nothing in it, go and sit back down and enjoy the party. Shit, because baby. All right. I also have a letter. Mm-hmm. I have Ooh, a little, okay. I got a little, a little letter. We ain't got to read it, but you know, I got a little letter. Yeah, come on. Let me split, split my screen so I can see see you and and see this okay i'm all slouched over them posture young lady posture all right so um starting the letter off this is a letter about two lesbians you know we pretty fluid on this show we're gonna talk about it okay so this happened last month but my best friend and hers um, are still giving me shit about it. We had our one year anniversary. I asked my girlfriend what she wanted. She said she wanted something romantic, a little necklace, something cute. So while browsing around Amazon, I found this great blender and it pinged in my head. My girlfriend loves cooking and always talks about all the gadgets she wants. Uh, plus she makes homemade tomato sauce, la di da di boo 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 So the day rolls around and uh, I 
pregnant and she gives me a bottle of whiskey oh, it's for their anniversary so she gave me a bottle of whiskey that i had my eye on for ages and i just could never justify the cost and then she opened her gift and her face kind of falls flat and she says oh an emotion blender and I thought, you know, she remember you talked about all the ki kitchen gadgets you want. I thought you would be excited about it. She kept her cool for a while and then, you know, said she appreciated it. But she was a little upset it wasn't jewelry. I was confused. So she explained that she felt anniversary should be more about romantic, uh, sentimental mm -hmm. gifts versus practical gifts. Mm -hmm. uh, and she said, I, although I appreciate it, I couldn't lie. I wish I had got the necklace that I had wanted it for $30. Okay. So I, um, you know, so she's just said, well, was I an asshole for giving her a blender as opposed to the little necklace that she wanted? No, not an asshole. Just not, um, just not mindful. We always, our expectations are too high sometimes and we expect our significant other to just know and it don't work like that. Sometimes you got to open your mouth and tell them because she was thinking I'm going to surprise her. But I do feel, baby girl, like anniversaries is, is for jewelry and, you know, roses, jacuzzis. That's, it's our anniversary. Yeah. I ain't, I, I'm not, I'm not going to be cool opening a fucking blender on my anniversary. Like, <laughs> I'm going to have a real stank-ass attitude about that. So I feel her. I don't feel that we're an asshole. You just got to open up. Yeah. A blender. How about I blend my feelings for you up in this shit? Like, no, no. Just a bad call. Not an asshole, but most definitely a bad call. Especially since she got you that bottle of whiskey that you had been wanting. Exactly. And, and then, like... You could have got if you was gonna do the blender, you could have got her a blender and a fucking necklace. Cause I'm tell I know for a fact a blender ain't gonna cost no more than like sixty bucks. Well, this it says emulsion. I don't know what an emulsion blender is. Maybe it's that kind that you hand hold to do it like that. Maybe um, I don't know. Don't know. Cause okay, right. girl, I don't you have one. You could have brought that home one day from your on your way from work. Yeah, you could have. I was in Walmart. Yeah, I seen this. Um, yeah, you, yeah, dum dum da dum dum. So, Alexis and I don't really celebrate our anniversary because we never really set a date, you know what I'm saying? We just kind of <laughs> now we go together, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 16 years ago, 2005. So, 16. Well, in August it'll be seventeen. When so when do you and and that's a good thing. That's a good topic. Like when do you really? What when is the anniversary official? Like is it the day we met? Is it the day? Because you can make an anniversary out of everything. I, mean, I just know. Is I, mean, I know it's August two thousand five. That's what I know. That's what it is. But we we celebrate mm -hmm. the whole month of August. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. So. We don't have a specific date. When do you make an? When do you make it a official? You can make an anniversary out of every fucking thing. The first time you looked me in my eyes, the first time we kissed, the first time you stomped my toe and helped me walk across, like all type of shit. The day you bought me a blender. <laughs> this is our blenderversary. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, you stupid. <laughs> Girl, get go get that bitch some um jewelry. Don't don't do that no more. Don't do that no more. Don't do that no more. Those matter of fact, don't even get those. That ain't even a birthday gift. You give me that um on the day when you you done piss me off and you want to make it up to me or, or something just, like that. Or just because, you know. Or just, just because. because, babe. I was in Walmart. I seen this. I wanted you to have it. I know you Here. like it. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. Wow, that's funny. Real talk about switching up the mood. We probably finna switch the mood up again. Oh, damn. Um, <laughs> I came across this clip of um, D-Way, and um, I wanted to share it. Guys, if you guys have um, young kids, right, boys or girls, you understand most of the time they want to be like you. They want to live up to the expectations of who you are and what the world has put on them. And so Zaire is my firstborn. I had Zaire. Um, he was born when I was 20 years old, in college. Didn't know what the hell I was going to do in life at that time. Been there. <laughs> 20 years old, I'm like, my life's over, right? But I, one thing about Zaire is Zaire being my firstborn and me, you know, being good at the game of basketball and him following that footstep to play the game of basketball. It's this unfair thing that's put on Zaire. And the one thing I like to always let Zaire know is, listen, your name is not Dwayne Wade. Your name is Zaire Wade. You will blaze your own path. You will have your own journey. You know what I mean? And I, and I don't look at you and say, he needs to be like me. Right. You're going to be you. It's my job to find out the, the greatness in you and be able to show you a little bit, hey, this is where you're great at. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about where people say your dad is or what your dad does. Your dad is old and retired. Right. He's, he's moved on. This is your show, son. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. I'm all, my job is always to show my kids, like, their greatness because I feel like we right we all have a purpose in this life right we're all on this earth for a certain reason that we have a purpose we all have greatness inside of us it's my job to get them to their greatness and so through basketball we're going to get there whether it's basketball or not we're going to get there through the lessons that basketball teaches us together mm, right that's real and so that's my job as a parent my job is say listen you ain't scoring 20. one thing about Zaire is I realized very early Zaire don't play like me he has similarities to the way I play but his game is different I scored, and I like to score. Now, I wasn't the best scorer in the game, but I, I like to score, and pretty I can Pretty dang pass. close, coach. Huh? You was pretty dang close. I was though. good, but, like, you know, I, like, if you look at the records, and I'm not in the top ten, but any, anyway. You brought a lot Zaire, to the table. You too. He pissed me off. Like, he just pissed me off. For the people out there, for the people out there that's going to go to the numbers. Nah, you too humble, bro. You a dog. It's the numbers, bro. No, I'm just saying. It's some numbers, people. I'm just speaking to ain't the no numbers. numbers. This, ain't no numbers. We talking about the people out there. The people out there that's looking in this camera, it's the numbers. All of that. I'll say it for you. But, Fuck all of that. He was a dog. He was a dog, man. What I had to do as a parent is I had to, and it took me, and this wasn't, I didn't say it didn't come in, in one day. I had to understand that Zaire was not me. And it took me. And guys, ev everything in life that I do, I realize that it's not me who's doing it. You got to look at yourself in the mirror. You got to go to that mirror and look in the mirror. And, and when you have kids and say, all right, if my kid is going to be boom, 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 how are you going to deal with it, sir? So when it came to Zaire playing basketball, I had to realize, Zaire, you're not me. Your strengths and your talents is this. Let me tap into that with you, okay? It's not about me. And when it came to Zaire, let me tap in. Okay, Zaire, let me look in the mirror because I'm going to tell y'all something. And people don't, don't want to hear this shit and don't believe this shit. At three years old, me and my wife looked at each other and we said, what if? Mm. What if 
Zion come home, Z at the time the name was Zion, if Zion comes home one day and say, Dad, I'm gay, or Dad, I'm this, I'm that, what are you gonna do, sir? That's real. And so what I did at three, at when Zion was three, is I prepared myself and I looked in the mirror and I said, yeah, what are you gonna do? Because you're in a locker room where all the guys use is nothing but you gay, you this, you that, you home, facts. whatever. So I'm in that locker room every day. What are you gonna do, sir, when it comes, if your child comes home and say, Dad, Sorry, I don't want no parts of basketball. I don't want no parts of your life. That's this huge. is my life and this is how I am. How are you going to do it? You thought about that at three? I thought about that at three years when old. Did, when did Zaya have that conversation with Eight you? Eight years old, five years later. Okay. He also um, said something about um, when he, him being younger and walking around, he was doing what he's seen his sisters doing and stuff like that. And I seen a lot of black people as a collective going in on that man. And y'all really out here be fronting like y'all didn't have those type of childhoods. Before we knew what gay was, before we knew what a transgender was, we, before we knew any of that, we were innocent children who did everything we seen somebody else doing, whether it was a woman or a man. We, Im we imitated everything that we seen. And I respect him hearing that there are some things that I do not agree with, but I respect him because there are so many people who are fucked up because their parents seen that in them early on. And instead of them dealing with how they were going to handle it, they, they rather have just shoot their babies away. Yep. Shoot the baby away. So in the black community often the black sheep of the family. So, I mean, you know, big ups to Mama Rock because Mama Rock was like, you know what? If that's what, what you want to do, do it. And that's what I did. And Shout out to the parents out there that, that are okay. Because yeah, some parents them. aren't okay. <laughs> it is what it is, though. Also, shout out to those with parents who aren't okay. Be you. You be okay. You be okay. Period. Anyway, what you got coming up this weekend? Um, well, weather permitting, um, we will be doing the uh, Superior Edge once again doing their boat party. I think this is for the fourth year in a row. Mm -hmm. So, you know, looking forward to that. Um, taking off from uh, Lake Louisville. Um, and also, happy Mother's Day to to all, all the mamas out there. Happy Mother's Day to you, my, my partner Thank right you. here. No, shoot. And shoot, that that was a, a rough conversation. And I really feel bad for the people who do have pr productive um productive things. I don't have right. to anymore. So I don't have to worry. But for you, Lucky that, you. man, that is mm, it's heartbreaking. Mm. It is. And I and I really hope I don't I don't know. I did some you don't even know. To whether to pray for it, pray about it, or what, because you feel bad praying about it because of how society has, you know, painted the picture. And it's crazy. It's crazy. But I hope you have a good weekend, honey. You too, baby. What you doing? What, this weekend? Mm -hmm. What I do every weekend? Do you cook different food on uh, 
like different meals or like Mondays we had this, Tuesdays we had this, Wednesdays we had this? Sometimes we go strictly by the thing, but you know, when you looking around and you don't want to go to the store really, you just cook what's in this motherfucker. So that's kind of what I've been doing around here. King hasn't been too happy with it, but my thing is, is like, we go and we double up on all these doggone groceries and it's just, and, and, and we have food that's done got too old. We, we're going through a fucking crisis. Our food supply is in danger. We need to be a little careful. Yes. And I'm teaching my son that he is spoiled and, you know, he, he's used to wasting food. And I'm trying to teach him, like, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going nibble, to nibble on this and leave it on the table. No. Yeah. yeah. Bring that back out tomorrow. Hear your, hear your lunch from yesterday. And that's what I've been doing. Like, I'm not, and I, I even said, I'm not finna get, I'm not finna wear myself. I cook every day. I cook separate meals every day, two separate meals. And the majority of the time, my, the separate meal that I make for myself gets thrown away because I don't lose my appetite by the end of the day. So, like, uh uh-uh. And I don't really like leftovers like that. So, but I'm going to eat all my shit. I'm going to eat my food. I'm going to eat my shit. I'm going to eat my food. I don't make enough leftovers for days. But for the next day or for lunch the next day. The next day, yeah, I'm cool with that. But after that, I know. My grandmother was the queen of leftovers. And I think that kind of ruined me for the rest of my life. We used to have shit in the freezer. Like for real, for real. Not just used to be like, but she knew what she was doing though, cause she. Uh, I bet you we would have been prepared for something like this. But no, hey. and, and and for you people who have opportunity, shoot, go get you some pots, get you some seeds, get you some dirt, plant you a little garden. Child, uh, if it gets too bad around here, Texas, I'm gonna have to holler at you and go on back to Arkansas. Where I can't play. I I know how to go out there. I got some. We got some land out there. I can throw some seeds on and (laughs) make some shit happen. Have a whole crop. Yeah. But anyway, thank you all for tuning in on tonight. Um, We're grateful for you. Like we said again, this is number thirteen. Y'all stick around so you can enjoy the sounds. DJ Lady J Rock coming up with the mix in a minute. The ladies mix. Um. I am Kitty Pink. I am Go DJ Lady J Rock. And this is Midnight Madness.